You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Several innovative entrepreneurs are being celebrated here in Detroit this week as part of MIT's Inclusive Innovation Challenge. The competition awards over a million dollars in prizes each year to entrepreneurs around the world who are using technology to reinvent the future of work. Why? Organizers say the goal is to create greater shared prosperity, a grand challenge of our time. Here to talk more about this program is Livia Brockman. She is the Vice President of Programs at the Ralph Wilson Foundation. Livia, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. Also with us is Devin Cook, the executive producer of the Inclusive Innovation Challenge, an international program that celebrates organizations addressing the grand challenges of our time. Devin, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks so much. Pleasure to be here. Also with us is Tara Reed, a Detroit native, a CEO of Apps Without Code, a global education platform which teaches entrepreneurs how to build profitable app businesses without writing any code. Tara, welcome to Detroit today. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Lavia, we're going to start with you. Uh, tell us. Tell us about this program. So we're really excited to be partnering with MIT Mm -hmm. to sponsor the Inclusive Innovation Challenge here in Detroit on September 27th. Uh, This is a great opportunity to bring this competition to Southeast Michigan. Uh, We really, uh, it's consistent with our own investment areas, Mm -hmm. um, investing in workforce training and um, entrepreneurship. We are really focused, uh, excited to have it here. We think it'll send a message Mm -hmm. about the opportunities to leverage technologies in ways that are inclusive. And we also want to spotlight inclusive innovation examples in Detroit and Southeast Michigan. Yeah. Uh, And and Devin, to to put this in the sort of global context uh, with which you guys uh, are are approaching this, this is not just here in Detroit. This is uh, in many places. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we at the MIT Initiative on the Digital Economy really see the future of work as a new opportunity um, to uncover ways to advance um, economic prosperity for the many and not the few. Um, since we really see that technology is racing ahead very rapidly and we're just at the beginning of what technology can really do for us, but our organizations are really not keeping pace with this change. And as a result, we're seeing that more and more people are being left behind economically instead of being swept along for the the wild and good ride that (laughs) digital technology can provide. So our goal with the Inclusive Innovation Challenge is to celebrate and support um, inclusive innovators from around the world. So these are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial organizations that are using technology to reinvent the future of work and make sure that we're um, advancing people's economic opportunity, um, economic mobility across the globe. Um, So we have regional celebrations and winners identified um, in uh, North America as the celebration in Detroit. But we're in the midst of having celebrations across the world in Sao Paulo, Nairobi, Hmm. um, Bangkok, and in Darmstadt, Germany, near Frankfurt. Um, And then everyone is going to join us. All of these regional winners will join us at MIT in November for a global grand prize gala. Um, So it's an amazing opportunity to bring together all of the the leaders in this future of work ecosystem, including the the Wilson Foundation, um, to help us advance the the prospects for workers around the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Talk about how the competition works, the ins and outs of it, Devin. Definitely. So what we're doing is we have worked with partners on the ground in each of those regions that I mentioned, and um, the Wilson Foundation being our key partner in North America, 
um, to identify um, organizations that are focused on the future of work. So we've put out calls for applications and received um, over a thousand from all across the globe um, to really vie for these these prizes. Um, we're awarding over a million and a half dollars, and we've worked with a panel of over seven hundred judges to help review each and every application. Every organization is scored, gets feedback, whether they win or lose, and they have then the opportunity to go before a selection panel of real experts in this ecosystem at each of these different events Mm -hmm. um, and pitch to that selection panel who then determines who the regional winner is that goes on to the final stage of the tournament at MIT. Hmm. Um, so it's an application process with a um, very exciting bright light at the end of, of the, the journey. Um, and one of the things that's terrific about this is we have built an amazing community of applicants, judges, partners, um, and an ecosystem accelerators from across the world that are very focused on advancing this inclusive innovation movement right. um, to make work work better for more people. Yeah. So, uh, Tara Reed, uh, tell us about see the apps without code. Uh, what is that? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm one of the finalists uh, for this program, and so I run a company called Apps Without Code. What we do is we teach people how to build their own apps without having any prior technology experience. Mm -hmm. So traditionally, you have to know how to write computer code if you want to build an app. Um, But new technology has emerged that makes that no longer true, actually. Mm -hmm. So instead of having to learn a whole new coding language, there are programs and platforms that allow you to just tell the app what to do in English. So you don't have to learn another language, you tell it what to do in English. For example, um, you can literally write, when the user clicks the button, then log them in, Mm -hmm. right? And so we all kind of understand that as a sentence. And so what we do is we teach entrepreneurs how to leverage these sorts of tools to build their own apps instead of waiting years and years to learn how to code or to have someone hopefully come help them What we're able to do is take a large group of entrepreneurs who have great ideas, who want to become full-time entrepreneurs, but maybe are kind of, you know, doing this on the side or don't have the economic opportunity that they want to. Hmm. We're able to allow them to become full-time entrepreneurs. And so we teach them how to use technology and we use technology to do that. It's a little bit meta, Um, but that's how Apps Without Code works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And and how did you come up with with, with this idea, Tara? Talk about where where this inspiration comes from. (laughs) Yeah, great question. So I stumbled into this. This is my second company. So before Hmm. becoming an entrepreneur, my background is in tech. I worked at Google, Foursquare, and Microsoft. And I, I, I left that in a corporate tech space to launch my own company. But I myself, while I had worked in technology, I was a marketer. So I know about business. Uh, I did not know how to create an app myself. Hmm. And so I went through this process of learning these these really innovative tools that are now out there um, for building my own app, just with the knowledge that I had without, you know, learning a whole new coding language. Hmm. And I started uh, building the first company that I built an app and algorithm for a company called Collecto. It was an art startup. And so I built the company's app and algorithms to help people find art to match people to their art taste uh, without writing any code. And I started blogging about it. I did a TEDx talk in Detroit about it. And all of a sudden, all these entrepreneurs are really interested in also you know, building their own company and their own product. We also found that a lot of those entrepreneurs were black and Latino 
who had kind of not had all the access that they wanted to to STEM and technology education early on, and they really wanted to jump into the technology industry. Mm-hmm. And so I you know, decided one day that I was going to help five people. Five people grew to 70 people, and then it kind of grew into this entire initiative. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Lavia Brockman, uh, talk about why this is important now, and talk about why this is important in Detroit. Absolutely. Um, Well, Apps Without Code is a great example of the kinds of uh, activities already going on in Detroit, Mm -hmm. increasing technology access uh, to to a wider range of people, income growth, job creation, skills development. And this kind of competition brings to Detroit our folks and uh, uh, entrepreneurs from around the country who are doing this Mm -hmm. and I think showcases what they're doing and also spotlights what's already going on in Detroit. So we're really excited about doing that. You know, Detroit and Southeast Michigan have a long history of being the economic engine for the yeah. country. Mm-hmm. And We uh, make stuff here, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and long history of innovation. And, yeah. you know, that's and making things, remaking things. So this is an opportunity to sort of spotlight that, mm-hmm. elevate that, and really spark a dialogue. Um, but it's also... I think uh, illustrates the quest for solutions to how we can span, expand the on-ramps for those who aren't part of the solutions already and, yeah. and how we can expand workforce training um, to all kinds of new jobs for a wider range of people. Yeah. You know, uh, it strikes me that, that the future of work, when you talk about the future of work and those on-ramps, uh, th- there is this sort of assumed convergence there that I think we we shouldn't assume, right? That that because work is changing doesn't mean that everybody is changing along with it or that everybody has the opportunity to participate uh, in the way that they should. Absolutely. Yeah, this future of work concept um, uh, is that, you know, technology benefits the few and not the many. Mm-hmm. And this is really illustrating ways that it can benefit a wider range of people um, and really, uh, you know, le- we can leverage technology to increase opportunities for those who could be left behind, mm-hmm. but um, but are not going to be a- as we change with the g- digital age. And yeah. this region is in the midst of a huge of momentum catching up um, economically. So uh, the technology age is really um, going to demonstrate there's a wider sweep for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. this competition. Yeah. Uh, Devin Cook, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts about the future of work and these sort of on-ramps and inclusiveness? Yes. Yeah, so one of the things that we are constantly battling against is this narrative that the robots are coming, that the robot <laughs> overlords are going to take our jobs and we'll all be slaves to the robots. And we just think and know that to not be true because of all of the incredible inclusive innovators that have won the IIC, the Inclusive Innovation Challenge, in the past two years, and because of all of the finalists that are coming to the, the fore of this year. Um, we just see that technology does not determine our destiny. It does not determine our future. We, the technologists, the entrepreneurs, the foundations, you know, the government, we're all of the, the stakeholders that have real, real skin in the game here to make sure that we're using technology in really positive ways. Um, so a big part of our goal with the Inclusive Innovation Challenge is to change the narrative by telling these incredible stories of inclusive innovators like Tara and like all of our, our other winners and finalists um, that are using technology for good. 
Um, and we see that as increasingly important um, given the headlines that we're seeing today uh, because ultimately we need to spread this, this message and sort of evangelize for the fact that we can use technology for, mm-hmm. for positive purpose if we put our collective minds to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we see the future of work being, being bright. And I'll also just say that you know, we're so thrilled to be on the road in Detroit in particular since our, our tagline, if you will, with the Inclusive Innovation Challenge is reinvent the future of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there's a place that, that really embodies reinvention, sure. I, that's, that's Detroit. We're thrilled to be in a place that is just was historically a place that has created economic advancement and great work opportunities, uh, and more importantly is finding new paths to bring more people into this technological age and this digital economy. Okay, Lavia Brackman, Devin Cook, and Tara Reed, thanks very much for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Remember, 6.30 tonight at the Detroit Library Main Branch on Woodward right here in Midtown, we will conclude our Detroit Today Summer Book Club. You can join me and the Detroit Today team as we discuss Matthew Desmond's Pulitzer Prize-winning book, Evicted Poverty and Profit in the American City, and talk about housing insecurity issues all over southeast Michigan. Detroit Today was produced by Laura Weber-Davis and Jake Neer. Our program director is Joan Isabella. Our technical director and engineer is Matthew Terethan. And our associate producer is Gus Navarro. Detroit Today's theme song was composed by WDET's Sam Bobian. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tonight at 630 at the library, or I will see you tomorrow.